I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. KMLE FM and HD1 Chandler Phoenix. Your start of the day with Gunner and Cheyenne. Powered by NoBullRam.com. Now, please pause while we salute America. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light. What so proudly we hail at the twilight's last gleaming, whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight, oh the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming, and the rockets red bombs bursting in air gave proof through the night that our flag was still there oh say does that star-spangled banner yet wave oh the land of the free and the Country 107.9. This is Gunner and Cheyenne. That was Keith Urban with the National Anthem this morning. Welcome to Thursday, September 8th, 2022. It's Gunner and Cheyenne. Uh, Keith Urban in town tonight. He's probably waking up from his slumber over in his tour bus. Probably. In the back parking lot of Footprint Center. He's like, ah, Phoenix Sun. <laughs> well, there's no sun today, Cheyenne. There isn't. Cloudy and 103, the forecast for today. Oh. I know you got in here in the dark. I know. Yeah. I get in before the sun even comes up ever, yeah, so, so I had no idea. Yeah, 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 yeah. You wouldn't be able to really see the sunrise today. <laughs> a little bit of cloud cover out there. But yeah, Keith Urban, Tyler Hubbard, Ingrid Andrus, Footprint Center tonight. Now, I'm going to mention this, and hopefully we don't have hordes of people out front today. <laughs> 11, what, are they, what time are they telling people to be here? 11.25. 11.25. If you have the time in your schedule today, be at our downtown studios off of uh, Central and Roosevelt. Yes. At 11.25 this morning, uh, Tyler Hubbard will be here for about 20 minutes. Uh, we're going to sit and chat with him. Yep. Uh, I believe he's taking pictures, autographs. I would assume so. That would be awkward. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to come say hi, but you can't take any pictures of me. But they're <laughs> inviting a few people. Yeah. I'm throwing it out there to you, Camel Nation. So <laughs> if you want to be here, 
first come, first served, man. Yeah. Tyler Hubbard with uh, formerly a for- Florida Georgia line. You see yep. the Florida or the Georgia? I don't. Of uh, Florida Georgia uh, line. I think the Georgia. The Georgia. Yeah. Georgia boy. Because Brian Kelly currently lives in Florida, so I'm going to go with he's Georgia. All right, the Georgia boy (laughs) will be here uh, 1125 this morning. Uh, And of course, they'll be at the Footprint Center later on tonight, which did they know the NFL season kicked off tonight when they put put this on the schedule? A concert on the first day of the NFL season. Come on! Probably not. They probably didn't even think about it at all. Got the Bills and uh, the Rams kicking off tonight. Cool. Excited about that. All right, your morning riddle. Here you go. Okay. My host thinks I'm an irritation, a bother, a pain, but he can't evict me, so here I will remain. Then one day I'm taken and ranked amongst my peers. What am I? I have an immediate yep. guess. Wow. Okay. Hip, it's not, I don't think it's right. My host <laughs> thinks I'm an irritation, a bother, and a pain. But he can't evict me. So here I will remain. Then one day I'm taken and ranked among my peers. What am I? As always, if you think you know it, you can text us at 22108. Still going to ride your initial thought there? Yeah, I don't I don't know because there's one word in there that makes it not work. What's the word? He. He. He makes my initial guess not work. Okay. I will say that I don't think you can determine whether it's a male or a female. I think he is just the word. Okay. Okay. My host thinks I'm, I'm an irritation, a bother, a pain, but he can't evict me. So here I will remain. Then when one day I'm taken and ranked among my peers, what am I? Hmm. All right, think about it. We'll get the correct answers to the riddle coming up here in six minutes. As always, if you think you know it, you can text us at 22108. Good luck. Here's Jason Eldy. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Appreciate you having us on this morning. Hope your morning is off to a great start. Uh, the morning riddle. Uh, hundreds of texts are coming in. <laughs> one. Oh, no. Two correct ones. <laughs> okay. I just happened to scroll down. I saw an extra one on there. Okay. Uh, yeah, a little tough. I think these warning ones make it a little tougher to Google, too. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but here you go. My host thinks I'm an irritation, a bother, a pain. But he can't evict me, so here I will remain. Then one day, I'm taken and ranked among my peers. What am I? <laughs> Cheyenne's got a guess. Here's some of the incorrect guesses. Okay. Uh, text from the 469, an inmate. <laughs> No, it's not it. Okay. Text to the 602, a virus. Okay. That makes kinda, sense. kind of makes sense. Yeah. But, you know, rank among my, amongst my peers. I mean, people talk about it, right? Like, people talk about how bad their COVID was or how bad their flu symptoms were. Right, yeah. Right. Uh, text to the 602, a cockroach. That is incorrect. Text to the 602, a mole. That is incorrect. Text to the 480, a flea. No. A dog, no. Your education, no. A rash, no. A baby. <laughs> My host thinks I'm an irritation, a bother, a pain. But he can't evict me, so here I will remain. <laughs> then one day I'm taking a ranked among my peers. What am I? A baby's funny. That's, that's hilarious. Not, that's not it. That's not it. Uh, text to the 602 hemorrhoids, no. <laughs> text to the 480 ingrown toenails, no. <laughs> 
a bruiser, a scab, a pimple, a mole, your age, a big turd. No. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cheyenne. My host thinks I'm an irritation, a bother, a pain, but he can't evict me, so here I will remain. Then one day I'm taken and ranked among my peers. What am I? I went with a period. A period, uh-huh. like the the cycle. For yeah, a, like your female um, cycle. No. Oh. <laughs> uh, it's a pearl. It's a pearl. Like oh, inside, inside of the clam, the clam. right? In irritation, that's how those, you know, the the, the pearls build up, right? The the clam can't evict the pearl. Yeah. So he'll remain one day when somebody grabs the clams, yeah. pries them open, pulls out the pearl. The pearl is ranked among other pearls. I mean, I get it. It makes sense. <laughs> it's not the, funny, but I get it. <laughs> if you got that correct, nicely done. We did the morning riddle every weekday morning at 6 here on Camel Country. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Well, we've got your Jason Aldean tickets coming up at 7.05. Jason Aldean is going to be at the Coors Light Bird's Nest on Thursday, February 9th, 2023. Those tickets are sold out. So uh, hang on. We'll give you some VIP tickets coming up at 7.05. There's a new poll that found the average American spends 44 minutes in bed before trying to fall asleep. 44, okay. 44 minutes laying in bed. That makes sense. Before they try to fall asleep. So I'm assuming, you know, when everything's off Uh and you close your eyes. That's when you decide to try and fall asleep. Yes, absolutely. But the most common things that we're doing during those 44 minutes, surfing the internet, watching TV, checking social media, checking your email, and texting people. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But it seems like why would you be doing that in bed before falling asleep? Why? Why? I mean, for me, it's because I don't have anybody to talk to laying next to me. <laughs> so if I, I were just to lay there and listen to silence, it would drive me nuts. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't really have a lot of other options <laughs> unless I'm like on the phone with somebody. But well, I just hear so much about, you know, turning the TV off, uh-huh. putting the phone down, because once you're looking at stuff, your mind's kind of rolling. Yeah. Right? And you're starting to think about what you're looking at. So 
you need to kind of keep your mind not thinking about things to fall asleep. No, I totally agree with you. And generally, I try to like put my phone away and have like quiet time and I read a book normally when I'm going to bed yeah, I feel now. Yeah, like reading a book's the way to go. Yeah. Just following a story and eventually your eyes get tired and you're just like... <laughs> you just fall asleep. And it's night night time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 71% of us set an alarm before going to bed. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, I wish I was on that uh, 29%, man. Yeah, who are you and what are you doing? Great. Uh, One of five say there's a 100% chance they'll hit snooze at least once tomorrow. (laughs) I never hit snooze. Is that you? My wife does the same thing. I never hit snooze. Once the alarm goes off at 240, Uh boom, I'm up. See, I purposefully set an alarm earlier than when I need to get up. So that I can hit snooze because it tricks my brain into thinking I'm getting a it little bit more sleep. It tricks your brain. Yeah. Like if oh. I were to only have my wake up alarm, I would just wake up tired. But if I set my like snooze alarm 15 minutes before that, number one, my brain knows I'm going to have to get up soon. And number two, it's just like, oh, but wait, I can lay here for 10 more minutes. <laughs> See, that mentality, <laughs> I, it, it never made sense to me. Really? Oh, It has never it. made sense. <laughs> Because I feel like if you're in your REM sleep, which is your deepest mode uh-huh. of sleeping, right? It's going to do better for you just to be in REM all the way up until you have to get up. But if you wake up 15 minutes before you have to, you're not back in your REM sleep for that final 15 minutes. You yeah. Just gotta, I don't need to be in REM, though. It's just... It's your most restful sleep, Yeah, though. I know. But it's not... I, I'm not staying in bed longer for more restful sleep. It's just like, oh, I can lay here for 10 more minutes. Yeah, it just it doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> I don't think it ever will. Then that's okay. That's okay. A third of us always wash our face before bed. Uh-huh. 33% said every night. 38% said once a week. 29% said never. Wash your face? You never wash your face? Do you wash your face? Ah, uh, Only if I've been sweating. That's cool. I don't. like. I, I've been lucky not to have to deal with acne uh-huh. and pimples and stuff like that. My yeah. wife, if she doesn't wash her face, she'll be breaking out. She'll look like a, a teenager. Yeah. I mean, mine's not that bad, but I just, I sweat so much because of the gym. I have to wash my face. Or it just feels like cakey. That's what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah, I've been sweating gross. Yeah. Uh, here's the brush on the teeth. 63% of us always brush our teeth. Another 24% say they they do at least half the time. Three percent said they brush an average of one night a week. That's ten percent of us never brush our teeth before bed. No, but I will say, like, if I were single and I wouldn't care about anything, I probably wouldn't brush my teeth before bed. No, you wouldn't. That's not true. I wouldn't know. I'll brush it in the morning because then I'm coming out in public. Hi, Cheyenne. (laughs) But going to bed, just laying down. No, I can't. I will not fall asleep if I have not washed my face and brushed my teeth because I feel dirty. Feel it. Yeah, like I can feel that I haven't like flossed and mouthwashed and washed my face. Uh, do you have a unique routine when it comes to uh, bedtime? Like we just kind of read off what people do, right? Yeah. You know, 44 minutes they're sitting on their phone or watching TV or whatever, you know, uh, reading a book. But do you have a unique routine? What is it for you? That helps you fall asleep. If it's unique, you know, if it's like everybody else, you know, we know. <laughs> What's your unique bedtime routine? You can text us at 22108. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Well, you're more likely to say I love this life after a great night's rest. 
Definitely. You wake up after having a crappy night's sleep. You're just miserable all day. Your attitude. It's just trash. Yeah. It's Life is trash when you don't get good sleep. Nobody <laughs> likes being around you. No. That whole thing. But, uh, so what is your um, bedtime routine? Is it something that's unique? We were talking about this new poll about um, bedtime uh, habits uh, here in America. Uh, Americans spend 44 minutes in bed before they try and fall asleep. Um, they're using YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Reddit, TikTok, scrolling before uh, putting the phone down and going to bed. 71% of us have an alarm that we set before going to bed. What the other 29% do, I don't know. <laughs> Probably work afternoons or something. Yeah. It'd be great to have a gig where you didn't have to set an alarm. Yeah, that wouldn't that be nice? Oh. I mean, I love this job. Love all my alarms. But it would be kind of <laughs> nice to not have to set one. <laughs> and then one in five say there's a 100% chance that they're going to hit snooze at least once when they wake up. And Cheyenne is one of those. She yeah. sets an alarm for 15 minutes before she has to get up. Yep. That alarm, that first alarm goes off. She hits snooze. Mm-hmm. You fall back asleep, you just lay in there. It depends. Sometimes I'll just fall. Sometimes I'll like doze off and drift off to sleep. Other times I'll just like lay there and like enjoy the warmth of my sheets. I, I love just, my bed. I don't get it. I, I'll just set the alarm for the latest possible time for me to get up uh-huh. to do what I need to do in the morning to get ready for work. Right? Yeah. 240. That alarm goes off at 240. Boom, I'm up. I'm not setting it for 225. To me, that's less sleep because then I'm there like delaying the inevitable. Uh-huh. I got to get up. Yeah. Just set the alarm, get up. You know, but there's a lot of people that do the same thing as you, Cheyenne. Text the 602. I do the exact same thing. Text the 520. I hit my snooze at least three times. I definitely don't do that. I have my two, my snooze and then my get up button. My get up alarm. Uh, the uh, poll also says that a third of us always wash our face before bed. Uh, 29% said they never wash their face before bed. Ew. I think if you're sweating, you got to. Yeah, I just... You, know, like, you just feel dirty. So much bed, grime. You know? Yeah. And I don't, I don't like that. I have to wash my face. Uh, 63% of us always brush our teeth. 10% never brush their teeth before bed. Ugh. I just don't know how. Like, my teeth just feel like right now, because we're talking about it, I feel like I need to go you brush go my brush teeth. teeth. Yeah. <laughs> so what is your unique bedtime routine? For me... Ever since uh, they they legalized, you know, a certain thing here in the state, (laughs) they sell nighttime gummies, and I pop one of those things, and I'm out. I've never had any issues, falling asleep. You don't even need the 44 minutes. I don't. (laughs) Everything's off. Take it 30 minutes before going into bed, and I lay down. My head hits that pillow, and I'm out. That must be nice. Oh, it's so nice. Yeah, I don't have that. I recommend doing that. If you have trouble sleeping... Try it as long as you know I got to be tested. Yeah, or anything like yeah, that. definitely. Yeah. So, uh, and you just normal, no, just no. laying down, scrolling. It's a not. Get tired? It's, sometimes I'll scroll and sometimes I don't. It just kind of depends on the day. But honestly, my routine is so it's it's on point, but it's very consistent. I wash my face, brush my teeth, you know, and it's it's all normal. Check on Easton, check the door, then I go to bed. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I have OCD about that, too. Yeah. I go to the back door, go to the front door, make sure everything's Exactly. Yeah, because if I were to lay there and realize I didn't do it, that would what would, would keep me awake. Yeah. yeah, or I'll get anxiety that maybe I didn't, and I'll get up three times to triple check it. Uh, your u- unique bedtime routine. Text are coming in at 228. Text at the 602. I get drunk, eat, and pass out. <laughs> Only me on a Saturday. <laughs> and Friday, let's be honest. <laughs> Text at the 602. Lil Lovin puts me out. Ooh. All right. I'm jealous. 
Uh, text at 602, my alarms never end in a five or a zero. That would give me, I'm not, I don't want to classify that as anxiety, but that would weird me out. Text at the 602, I read a book to my wife every night. We are currently reading Beauty and the Beast. Oh. That's cute. Oh. <laughs> that is so cute. <laughs> reading Beauty and the Beast until she falls asleep. That's so sweet. <laughs> Text at 801, a nice naked swim, 20 minutes before bedtime. I can sleep like a baby. Oh, that sounds fantastic. i got too many neighbors to do that. Yeah, at night, though, don't turn your lights on. You'd be fine. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You should try that. Uh, text with the 641, I need more sleep, so I hug my boyfriend's pillows until he comes home. Oh, until he comes to bed and has to fight a sleeping me to get his pillows back. <laughs> text with the 480, I put rain and thunderstorms on my phone. It's relaxing. puts me to sleep. I do use a rain app. It doesn't have thunder yeah. in it because I wouldn't be able to sleep, but I do have like a water rain app that I use or playlist, I guess you could call it. Text with the 480, I'm with you, Gunner. I need a gummy every night. <laughs> never, I never set an alarm. I wake up every morning around three thirty, even on my days off. Yeah, I my alarm, bo- my I'd... body on the weekends will wake up at about four, oh. and then I panic that it's not a weekend and I've missed work. It's terrible. <laughs> you know what prevents that? You know, keep that from happening, Cheyenne. A gummy. Uh, well, that <laughs> and you know, a, a nice night of heavy drinking that'll keep you from waking up at four a.m. You don't have to. That's true. That's true. Uh, Cheyenne had court yesterday for her speeding ticket. How did it go? We're going to find out all about it next. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. We're for the most part on the highways here in the Valley. Most people exceed that 65 mile an hour speed limit. Uh, More likely, more often than not, people are going 75, 80 miles an hour. Yes. Right? Right. Every now and then, you get a little bit of a lead foot for whatever reason and go... Above that, and then you get the lights in your rear view mirror. Whoop, whoop, Popped and by you Smokey. Pull over. <laughs> and um, because of the low speed limits, I feel like there's uh, very few times that they let you off because if they're pulling you over, you're going 85 miles, yeah. 90 miles an hour. It's excessive, right? yeah. 20, 30 miles an hour over the speed limit. They're going to ticket you for it, you know? But uh, and that's what happened to Cheyenne. Cheyenne got, uh, got pulled over for, uh, she says she was doing 91. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On the two Red Mountain 202. On the on ramp. That was your argument is that you were just trying to get up to speed of the traffic on the 202. Right. You happen to get up to speed and get right in front of a police officer who was going the same speed because I merged with traffic. <laughs> so, anyway, he gave you a ticket, running for 88. 88, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we talked about this uh, uh, about a month ago or so. Yep. Uh, yesterday was the court date out there in Mesa. How did it go? Well, um, it went really well. It didn't go at all how I expected it to go. Um, I expected to go in, sit in a room full of strangers, hear everybody's story, go in front of a judge. That did not happen. Really? At all. I walked in. I'm the only person in the lobby. Go up to the counter, and the guy comes up to me. He's like, hey, do you have your ticket? And I said, yep. So I handed the clerk my ticket. Do you have a registration? Because remember, my tabs were expired. So I gave him my new registration. He goes, okay, I can dismiss this. And I was like, okay, great. He goes, what do you want to do with your speeding ticket? I said, well, what are my options? And so he gives me my options. I could either pay it, fight it, or go to driving school. And I said, well, driving school? And he was like, you haven't done it in a year? And I said, no. And he said, okay, walks over to the oh. computer, types me out this sheet of paper right here. Well, I'm happy for you, but I'm like really jealous. <laughs> I know. 
Because I had to go in front of a judge. It gets worse. It gets, well, better for me. Better for you. Worse for you. It goes, if you fail to attend defensive driving school, you must pay the total fine of $256. I would just pay it. Yeah, but yeah, that goes the, on your record, drive, right? Yeah. yeah. The driving school is actually cheaper, and it w- once it's done, it'll go straight to um, the court, and oh, then it heck. comes off my record. My my speeding ticket was for upper 80, same as yours. <laughs> and I had to go in front of a judge. And I didn't have to. He threw to. the book at me. He's like, oh, I'm getting you driving school. What the heck? And you didn't go in front of a judge. There's nobody else there. Nobody did. Do it behind the glass. Yeah. What do you want to do with the ticket? You should have said rip it up. That's what you should have said. <laughs> I really would I mean, rather just, just act like it yeah, didn't yeah, happen. Yeah, can we, can we make this not happen? Just rip it up. Seems like it was going to go that way. I mean, just wanted to do whatever you said at that point. It seemed like. Well, congratulations, Cheyenne. Oh, thanks. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Yeah, you can have a drink homemade at home, but uh, nothing beats a good happy hour. Nothing beats a good happy hour. And according to a recent... Um, Report: Happy hour is more popular than ever, even prior to the pandemic. People are loving happy hour. But it makes sense. Like, you get out, you see friends, you can eat little appetizers and have some good drinks. 54% is the uh, increase in happy hour visitations since uh, COVID. I love happy hour. Yeah, it's good if you can get there early enough. I I, I hate... It's got to be during the day, right? My wife doesn't get off till 5, so yeah. maybe we'll get out of the house about 5.30. We'll get, like, someplace at the tail end of happy hour, which always ends at 6. Yep, yeah. You know, which is always, well, why do you even call it happy hour? It's like happy hours. <laughs> it's multiple hours. It's multiple hours. <laughs> Not just the one. Yeah, happy hours. <laughs> Discounted drinks. Yeah. Um, no, but always love, you know, getting a good... Uh, Happy hour beer in, you know, get the uh, get as many as you can before six. Right. Before you start paying full price. Ugh, which is the worst. <laughs> uh, what do you think the most popular drink in Arizona is? The most popular, like, drink in general? The most popular cocktail. Oh, cocktail. In the Ooh. state of Arizona. It's a popular cocktail. You've heard of this. Okay. Um, I don't know. Margaritas? That's number three. That's third on the list in Arizona? Number two is a martini. Number one is pina colada. I don't think I've what? ever seen somebody drinking a pina colada. <laughs> the only time I've seen any form of pina colada is when you order a Miami Vice. Yeah, but I only do that like Arizona or in, uh, in Mexico. Or at, at the pool, like uh, Gila has a really, Gila River. Oh, that's right. I was ordering those at yeah. the uh, Gila pool. But yeah. I've never, ever been with any friends and then been like, I'll have a pina colada, please. Yeah. This makes no sense. I, I, I've never ordered an individual pina colada. It's always got to be the Miami Vice. Yeah. Got to get that strawberry in there. Kinda. I mean, I like pina coladas, but I wouldn't put them in my top three. No, number one, pina colada. Number two, martini. Number three, margarita. Number four, Bloody Mary. Number five, old fashioned. Old fashioned makes sense to me. I don't think I've ever had an old fashioned. Um, They're okay. What's in it? Um, I have no idea, to be honest. I've tried them. They're okay. It's not something I would go to the bar and order. I know about them. I mean, that's like, I, I watch uh, John Taffer's Bar Rescue. Yeah. And that's like their go-to thing. Like when they have their, um, the the people go in there and test the bartenders. Uh-huh. That's their go-to drink. You know, is the, is the uh, old-fashioned. But, if you're a bartender and you can't make it old-fashioned, you should not be a bartender. Yeah, that's what I've, that's yeah. what I've been told. It's a dude's drink, I think. It's a dude's drink. Yeah. I've never seen a girl order an old-fashioned. It's only my guy friends. 
Uh, an old fashioned cocktail made by muddling sugar with bitters and water. Add whiskey and garnish with an orange slice or zest and a cocktail cherry. Yeah, no. No. You know. I'm not going to go to the bar to order that. But you've had one? I've tried one, okay. yeah. I've never, I haven't had a full one of myself. But no, I've it's, tried it's them. Not, it's not like uh, whiskey mixed with like a soda or something. Yeah. It's, it's whiskey mixed. It's just muddled with stuff. Yeah. So it's not straight whiskey. They, they put some fr- the fruit in there to kind of sweeten it up a little bit. Yeah. And it, from what I hear about old fashions is you can, it's very easy to make a bad one from what I've been told. What you go to drink? You go to the bar, you order what? Uh, a whiskey Sprite. Whiskey Sprite. Yeah. My thing's been uh, Jack Daniels honey and uh, lemonade lately. <laughs> I got, that sounds so sweet. They, they had a tasting at Albertsons, and I'm like, all right, sure, I'll try it. And I've been <laughs> on it ever Albertson's since. Tasting. Yeah, ever since I've been on that drink. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Well, about a month ago, on my drive into this here radio station, downtown Phoenix, I got a text message from Cheyenne that said, hey, I'm going to be late. I just got pulled over. <laughs> That's actually all verbatim right? what that yeah, said. pretty much exactly what it said. <laughs> Is it five something in the morning? Yeah. You know, I'm like, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? That was a little giggle. You know, part of me's like, oh, because I mean, I got pulled over uh-huh. about a year and a half, two years ago. Same part of the 202, Red Mountain 202 there. Probably the same cop, same uh, state patrol or Probably. Yeah. yeah. I got pulled over for doing uh, 90 something. Uh, and he took it to me for upper 80s. Mm-hmm. I went to court. Uh, the judge in the matter said, I don't consider anything for traffic school or reduction of a ticket for anything less than 85 miles an hour. Over 85. Oh, over anything over 85 miles an hour. <laughs> so here's your ticket. Here's your fine. Go pay it at the window. That, that's essentially how my court did. Yeah. Went. So, and you gave me a hard time about it, laughed about it and all that stuff. So when I got that text message from you, that's where the giggle came from. And come <laughs> yeah. to find out that you got a ticket, same thing, right? You, you were going 90-something. He 91. ticketed you for uh, 80... 88. 88. Yep. So this was about a month ago. Court date was yesterday. So you went in there, nervous as all get out. I mean, you had, you had talked to me about, you know, before leaving the studio about what your story to the judge was going to be. And yeah. I shared again what my story with that same judge was because it was the same courthouse in, yeah. in Mesa. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, it's great you have a story, but based on my experience with that judge, <laughs> anything over 85, he's not considering. Don't even, just save it for your mom and just put yeah. that in the back pocket. Just take your punishment and move out. Right. Well, you showed up at the courthouse yesterday. And didn't have that happen at all. You didn't even see a judge. I didn't even see a judge. What the heck? I didn't even leave the lobby or the window until I left. I... All it was is I walked up to the window, told him I had quarter 10. He said, can I see your ticket? Gave him my ticket. He said, do you have your registration? Because my tabs were also expired. Yeah, you a second ticket for uh, yeah. expired registration. Oopsies. So I said, yes. Handed him my registration. He goes, okay, this is dismissed. What do you want to do about your speeding ticket? I said, well, what are my options? And he said, you can fight it, you can pay it, or you can go to driving school if you're eligible. And I said, well, I'm pretty sure I'm eligible, so let's do driving school. And he was like, okay. And I stood there for like five minutes. And he came back with a piece of paper. This one right here <laughs> made me sign it. Yeah. And it says, um, once successfully completed, the violation for which you're attending driving school will be dismissed. <laughs> See, I don't get it. <laughs> where, where was the judge that day? I don't know. 
I don't know how it works. I don't know why it was the way that it was. I don't know. Because, I mean, everything sounded the same. Up, you know, because I had to go to the window, had to go through security. Uh-huh. I had to go sit in the, the wooden hard pews in the fluorescent lighted little room. Yeah. You know, and then hear everybody else's thing. And uh-huh. it was my turn. That's what the judge had told me. And I left and I paid my fine and went home with my tail between my legs. Yeah. I didn't have to do that at all. Actually, I was trying really hard. To, okay, this is so bad. So I'm standing at the window, consciously making sure that I'm not smiling. I'm not. I just look <laughs> like I'm just. And this is after he gave you the, the the driving school. No, this is before I knew that he had taken like that. That's what was going to happen. Oh, because he just said, what do you want to do? I told him and he said, OK, hang on a minute. So he goes and does his thing. I'm just sitting there. I'm just trying to look like I'm just did besides myself. Then he comes over. I'm trying not to laugh because you of your yeah. situation. <laughs> so jealous. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know. But how I'd like to know what happened to that judge, though. Yeah, I don't Why know. Why was he not there? Why was the judge not in court? And then you got off easy. Yeah, I don't know. Text of the 623. Guess these COVID rules are kind of helping out with tickets right now. Did I get a ticket? Was that before COVID? It was before COVID. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Yep, it was. Uh, text of the 623. When my son was 17, I got a, uh, he got a criminal speeding ticket at 3 a.m. coming home from his girlfriend's house. He was going 72 out of 35. This Ooh. was during COVID. He just had to do a Zoom call driving school. And... Uh, he definitely lucked out. Yeah. This driving class though, is like four hours. Like, it's going to take a chunk out of my day. So, And you have to pay for it. I do have to pay for it. It's like 210 yeah. bucks or something like that. So Stays off your record. It does stay I off mean, my all record. All I can do at this point is say congratulations. I mean, that's, that's all I can say. Sounds like a huge victory for Cheyenne. I didn't get Cheyenne. arrested, so yeah, that's good. That's true. That's good. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Jason Aldean is going to be at the Coors Light Bird's Nest Thursday, February 9th, 2023. Tickets are sold out, but uh, you can win them with us tomorrow morning at 7.05. We'll have some VIP tickets for you. Uh, you can always message us on Instagram at Gunner and Cheyenne. That's where this message came into. Uh, dear Gunner and Cheyenne, I am upset with my mother-in-law. <laughs> okay, why? A <laughs> <laughs> uh, message goes on to say, because of the circumstances of our jobs, we haven't had to ask for help in watching our daughter much at all. Okay. So, sounds like get a mom and a dad, husband, wife, and a daughter. Yeah. Right? So, they haven't had to ask for help in watching their daughter much at all. A few weeks ago, we needed to have help and ask my husband's mom to help watch our three-year-old while we ran errands. She joked to us that this first one is free. We laughed it off as nothing. Well, we found out we need help watching her for a few hours this weekend, and now she's asking for money to babysit. She doesn't need the money, but apparently she wants $50 to watch her granddaughter. Is it just me? Uh, or is it just me? But I don't think family should have to pay family to babysit. A grandmother should want to spend time with her granddaughter. Or am I wrong here? Watching your own flesh and blood isn't a job. I'd love to know your thoughts, Amanda. Wow. Yeah, I couldn't imagine my mom charging to watch her grandkids. Right? Yeah, that's crazy. Like, that baffles but me. But then again, my mom lives in Seattle. Yeah. Right? So whenever she does have the opportunity to see my girls, her grandkids, uh-huh. um, she jumps at it. Right. It is all over it. Wants to spend as much time as possible with them. As they should. But would it be different if she lived down the road from us? No. Probably not. It wouldn't be. I've lived on the other side of town from my mom, 
And my mom never asked me for money when she, when I needed the kids watched. Never. Okay, but should the question be posed as to what would the money be for? What if grandma wanted to take uh, the grandkid to like a trampoline park or something? So then she and should then, pay for it. Oh, okay. Th- yeah, like okay. If, so when you when you drop your kid off with uh-huh. your parents with grandma. You're just expecting her to sit at home and watch the kids? No, if she wants to take him to a trampoline park, take him to a trampoline park. You can pay for it. So her asking for money for the trampoline park is a big issue. Yeah, I would. I mean, so, I would give it, but I would be weirded out by it. Like, why Why do I have to pay for it? Yeah, but I don't have that big of a... Uh, I don't think it's that big of a deal for the grandparent. Like, I think if you're sitting at home uh-huh. asking for $50... For the time to sit and watch your grandkid. Yeah, right. there's a little bit of an issue there. But if you're going to the Phoenix Zoo, if you're going to the Wildlife World Zoo and Aquarium, if you're going to whatever, right, uh-huh. with the kid, where it will cost money out of your pocket, I feel like the parents should just give the money because they are taking your kid to do an activity. But they are choosing to take their grandkid to do that. They're making that choice. Why does the parent have to pay for it? It wasn't their idea. It's not like I said, hey, mom, you want to be a great idea? You should take Easton to the zoo. You should go do that. So in your mind then, so anybody that watches your kids should just be sitting at their house. No, I didn't say that at all. I didn't say that at all, but I'm not having people watch Easton with the expectation that they're going to go do something. My friends watch Easton all of the time and then go out to eat or whatever. Yeah. And they do that. And that's fine. So I I just want to kind of lay it out, though. So. You're saying your friend. You're saying friends, uh-huh. right? So when your friends watch your kid and they take him out to eat, it would it would bother you if they asked you for money. It wouldn't bother me. I would pay them, but also my friends like they just they choose to go out and do stuff with them, so they pay for it. Just as like if I were to take your girls to the movies, I would pay for that. I wanted to take them, yeah. so I'm going to pay for that. Huh. I don't know. I feel like if they're taking your kid to do something, I, I, I think with flesh and blood, with family, uh-huh. not so much, right? right? But I think with friends, though, I feel like you you should uh, well, give see, money. I, I am very lucky where I have friends that are very give and take. Okay. I watch their, like, I'll, I'll dog sit for them. They help me with Easton. They need anything, I'm there. They need to move stuff, I'm there. It's a very give and take relationship. Yeah, you've got it easy. Dog sit? Oh. For uh, exchange dogs, for a five-year-old, dogs are not always and- easy, <laughs> especially when you have an apartment. <laughs> Man, dog just sit in the corner. Got to, got to, got to do it. Yeah, that's not Some true at all. <laughs> all right, but in this case, with Amanda, her uh, mother-in-law wants to charge fifty dollars to watch their three-year-old, her her grandkid. Is mom-in-law out of line here? One hundred percent. Or mom-in-law wants to do an activity with. Her grandkid, somebody else's kid, mm-hmm. asking for money. Is that out of line? I feel like it's an activity. I don't think she just wants hourly rates to watch the kid. So let's throw the activity part in there, right? Should grandma who wants to go to the zoo with the three-year-old be asking for money or no? she out of line? I still think she's out of line. Just because it's family, don't ask for money? I just, you want to take them. All right. <laughs> what are your thoughts, Camel Nation? You can text us at 22108 here. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Me. Well, let's say you've got grandkids and uh, your kids want to watch, want you to watch your grandkids for uh, a couple of hours or whatever. Would you charge your kids to watch your grandkid? 
Uh, it's kind of the situation that Amanda's in right now. Amanda uh, and her husband, they've got a little three-year-old. Uh, they were asking, uh, uh, Amanda asked the mother-in-law that, hey, can you watch the three-year-old while I uh, run some errands? <laughs> uh, the mother-in-law said, okay, the first time it's free. All right. They laughed it out thinking that she was joking. Well, they needed help again. And uh, when she asked the mother-in-law to watch the kid, mother-in-law says, sure, 50 bucks. I'll watch your granddaughter. Or Which I'll watch my granddaughter. baffles me. That baffles me. I mean, it didn't say whether they had activities planned or anything. I'm going to assume that maybe she wanted the 50 bucks to be able to take the kid to the uh, the zoo or something. Which, I mean, if she, if she wants the 50 bucks to take the kid to the zoo, I don't see anything wrong with asking for money to take your kid to the zoo. Yeah, but it was her idea. Post, a- post. The only way that I would say I would agree with you on that logic is if it was already planned and taking the grandkid would be an added expense that was already planned out. Okay. That would it, be well, my it is an only- added expense because she wants to go to the zoo with granddaughter. It is an added expense. That she is choosing to do. What I'm saying is if she was already planning on going to the zoo without the grandkid, right? Right. Then she was asked to watch the grandkid. And now the grandkid has to come along. Then I would agree with your logic. Okay. But if there was no plan in the first place and grandma just wants to take little Susie to the zoo, grandma should be paying for that. Uh, text for Kevin at two two one away. Got a whole pile of texts. <laughs> yeah, you really do. And, and there, there's texts on both sides. Okay, there is. I mean, there is a grand. Uh, let's see, where's the grandmother text? I uh, said I'm a grandmother. Uh, text the four eight zero. I'm a grandma. I would never ask for money to watch my grandkids. No. Uh, text the four eight zero. I absolutely think they are out of line asking for money for things to go do with their grandchildren. If they're wanting to take them somewhere or go and do anything, they should pay for it. It isn't the parents' choice, right? Like it wasn't my suggestion. I'm not telling you to do it. If you want to do it, then fine. Uh, text uh, six two three. You totally have to give your babysitter money if they're taking them out, related or not. Text with the six zero two. Grandparents are fixed income and it's uh and it's grandma's time and she needs to be compensated family isn't obligated to take care of her children you're right it's not an obligation but it also says that the mom is not the grandma's not hurting for money the the grandma is fine it does mention that she does not need the money yeah uh text at the 602 doesn't matter what she wants it for maybe her daughter or son or spoiled brats the grandkids are probably the worst kids could be a pain I would also off spinning off of that. I would say that if the if the kids are abusing the privilege of having grandma watch the kids, then I would justify paying her as well. But again, that's not the case because she rarely watches them. Text at the six hundred two. My in laws watch our two boys at least fifteen hours a week, so my wife and I could work. And she has never asked for a penny. Or the in laws have never asked for a penny. Grandparents should never have to ask for money to watch their grandchildren. So lucky that you have your parents close by. I love that. Text of the 360. If they are family, it's not babysitting. It's quality time. Yeah, quality time. Text of the 602. Grandma has lost her mind. <laughs> Text of the 480. I would pay the $50. And if she wants to see the grandchild again, that'll cost her $50. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> you have to pay me for the time that I'm not going to be spending with my <laughs> That's kids. That's right. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah.
Yeah, I mean, there's text coming in on both sides. Yeah. You know, and I think that family shouldn't charge to watch the kid. But I mean, if they're going to be doing an activity, I know we're not going to agree on this part of it. Yeah. But I mean, if there's going to be an activity, I don't see any problem with, like, if my mom wanted to take the girls to the Phoenix Zoo when my mom was here, you know, a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd give her the money to go to the zoo. You're taking our kids to do a fun activity that we've never done with them. I would, the I would give my kid 20 bucks to buy something that he would want to buy. But not for the admission? Yeah. Because I'm not, wow. it's not my responsibility. Yeah, I would agree on Yeah, that but that's okay. <laughs> Text with the seven seat hero. Take grandma to the bar. <laughs> Get her drunk, then ask her. Is that the mentality there? And no, I don't want to take grandma to the bar first. <laughs> that sounds like terrible parenting. Grandma whiskeyed up, man. Thanks for listening to Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.